managed to not turn my microphone off. Can everybody hear me now? All right, there we go. Uh, so what is up? I'm glad we got an MCAT murder in the house. Today we're talking about low pre-med GPAs and how to overcome it. And specifically, I had a student email me and ask me about their low GPA and what they'd gone up, done about it to fix it and what you can do as a student. So we're going to answer one of your questions today and we're going to talk about this low pre-med GPA and if you should go to graduate school, let's talk about it, guys. But stop making excuses, stop whining, stop, right? Get at it. No excuses, just dominate. All right, we are live now, simultaneously. We've got Instagram happening over here. If you guys don't know I'm Instagram, I'm at the study doc. We're live over here on Instagram, and we are live over here on YouTube. What is up, Abby in the house? Hello. Um, so we're going to talk about you guys' low GPAs and what to do about them, and I had a student who messaged me today and was like, hey, I got this low GPA. Here was what I did. What should I do about it? So if you guys are your first time joining me, what is up? I'm Dr. Pines at The Study Doc. Um, as always, take a second. Like this video. Let people know there's something valuable happening amongst us that you want to check out. Um, and I'm answering one of your questions. If you guys have questions, email me, right? Get to my website. Hit that contact page. Send me a message. So this student says, good evening. So they said it yesterday. I got today. Good evening. My name is blank, insert name, and I rediscovered your YouTube channel a few months ago. <laughs> I want to thank you for what you're doing on YouTube. While I don't agree with all your stances, <laughs> I know that the presence of advice you give is invaluable to the African-American -Ameri African community. It's inspirational to see other men of color successfully walk down the path. I thank you for that. And I'll pause there for a second. This is so important. I was just on the phone with my students earlier today, and I was on the way home from work, and I was talking on the phone with my student, and we were talking about the ridiculousness of cancel culture and how you guys think because you got a Twitter following or whatever that you can cancel people nondescriptly. We don't always have to agree on everything. People can be good people and just disagree with you on something, right? It doesn't always have to be like, oh, we agree on everything to be friends. Oh, my gosh. I should say, right? That's a, you can't trust someone. You can't have someone advise you. You can't have someone be your mentor if they never say anything you don't like, anything that's challenging, anything that's difficult to hear. So, guys, recognize we don't all have to agree, but we all have to be kind to each other and respect each other. That's what it's about. All right. So. I'm a non-traditional student planning my first attempt at applying to medical school. I plan to study for the MCAT until I reached a score of greater than or equal to 517. And because of my most recent practice test score was above 510, I was most likely to apply um, in 2021. However, because of COVID-19, I am tempted to take advantage of medical school suspending the MCAT and applying this year. Unfortunately, I have received conflicting feedback on my application, which has brought me to you. After finishing undergrad with a GPA of 2.8 and announcing my intention to become a physician scientist, the advice I received was to get work experience and improve uh, my blank by going to graduate school. I'm a 34-year-old postdoc fellow in a genetic medicine lab focusing on transitional, uh, transitional studies. I have a PhD in chemistry and have slowly moved into the biological sciences over the years, intending to enter medical school and become a physician scientist. My questions are, one, is applying to medical school this cycle advantageous? Two, will an MCAT score of greater than 517 in my background be enough to overcome my undergraduate GPA? If not, what steps would you recommend? Three, is there anything else you would suggest to improve my standing? All right, that's a long question, right? Was that a, was that a lot happening? <laughs> like, I, now you guys know, right? If you ever worry, like, can Dr. Pinesett actually read... Man, I can read so well, y'all. All right, so this question, real simple. All right, what's the foundation of this? 
It's that low pre-med GPA. Oh my gosh, I get so many of these emails. How many of you guys are low pre-med GPAers? Right? <laughs> that dreaded, oh my gosh, I messed up, I made a mistake, I was immature, shy, what up? Right? All these things, and then you're like, man, I gotta fix it, I gotta fix it. Maxwell, what up? Right? We gotta fix that GPA, how do we do it? And in this student's case, their low GPA was a 2.8. Not awful, but is that competitive for medical school, right? Is a 2.8 GPA conducive to getting into medical school? Can you make it happen? Can we get there? 2.8, right? Right, Dr. Kakasao said 2.4, no shame. Lexi said 3.28 for now, right? People's GPAs are low and varying, but a 2.8 GPA, a 2.4 GPA are not conducive to medical school. If your GPA is not above 3.0, don't ever think about applying to medical school because you have very low chances of getting in. Something crazy must happen for you to get in. You need to improve that GPA. So in this student's case, they had a low GPA. They had aspirations. And this is why I think it's so important when you guys get advice that you get it from people who look at all the specifics of the situation. So they have a low pre-med GPA. Their goal is to become a physician scientist. Okay? So a physician scientist is someone either has an MD and also does research or has a PhD and an MD and then also does research, right? So they're research focused. This student had this low GPA. I was like, man, okay, I got this low GPA. How do I overcome this low GPA? How do I get to medical school? And they elected to go based on people's advice, right? The two pieces of advice they got, the first one, we'll, we'll get rid of that so we can get rid of that, is work experience. Gosh, if I had a nickel for every time a student told me they had a low GPA and they were considering getting a job in a research lab, they were considering getting a, a job doing clinical experience, they were considering, because they needed work experience, they're gonna round out their, their uh, resume. I would be a billionaire if I had a nickel every time a student said that to me. Do you guys think it makes sense if you have a low GPA to go get a job? Do you think the work you're gonna do in that research lab is going to overcome your low GPA? Right, look at this pen, right? You, you guys see the new Blackboard, by the way? Very excited about that, so now I can actually get back to teaching. Right, you guys, who, okay, let's, let's, do, let's do a vote. Who likes the Blackboard, right? Who likes when I get on here and we, we teach, we can educate, right? I'm an educational, I'm an educator, right? This is an educational platform. I wanna educate, so I think the, the Blackboard kind of brings something. We can all see it with our eyes, not just hear what I'm saying right now, right? So who thinks that getting a job is what you should do? Let me see what's happening here on Instagram. Zach says, not at all. Carla says 3.5 right now. Uh, oh, is it showing backwards? Well, I don't know how to fix that on IG. Get over to YouTube. <laughs> uh, people are saying, nope, 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 right? People are saying this. It makes no sense to get a job to fix your low GPA. So for all of you guys, you will hear me say this all the time. If you have something wrong with your application, you must fix the problem. Boom. You must fix the problem. Nobody cares. If you got this hole in your shirt, adding a sleeve on it doesn't fit, right? Like we've got to address the actual concern of what is happening. If not, medical schools will not let you in. Because when it comes to getting to medical school, it's not one thing, 
right? It's all the things together. However, if you are missing something entirely, right? It's like a table with three legs. Even though I think they make some of those, right? There's no fancy artistic tables, right? Three, three legs. But a table that's supposed to have four legs, if it has three legs, I don't care how great those three legs are, that table is not going to be put in someone's house, right? That's not a valuable table, a three-legged table. And so for you guys, some of you guys are applying to medical school as a three-legged table. Nobody wants you. Nobody wants you. you got to have four legs, y'all. So whatever the issue is with your situation as a pre-med, that's what you need to attack. And let's be honest, guys. When you send me these questions, right, when you ask me, you know exactly what the issue is because the issue is in the subject line of the email. And what you guys do, and this is why, like, if you guys message me on social media, sometimes I'm a little harsh with you guys because I don't like it when you fish in my DMs. Meaning, you're like, hey, Dr. Pine said, listen, uh, my GPA is 1.5, and I've been asking around, and everybody tells me anything more classes, but what do you think? Do you think I'll be fine to apply my 1.5 GPA? What is that student doing? All right? They're fishing. They're going to go to everybody's inbox until they find one person, one person to give them bad advice and tell them, oh, yeah, 1.5, you never know what might happen. Throw it in there. Good luck, partner. Right? They're looking for that. Don't fish. You know what the issue is. Fix the problem. Right? And when it comes to fixing the problem, the issue, the next thing you must do Address the cause. <laughs> if you recognize you got a 2.8 GPA, were you not trying in undergrad? Were you not putting forth your full effort? Were you not trying to get the A's? Yes, you were. You were trying to get the A's. Did I put two D's in address? Is that right? Address? I think it's one D. I'm looking at it. I think there's one D. So, okay, we've learned two things today. One, we've learned that I can read, but we've learned that I also cannot spell. I can read, but I cannot spell. So, win some, lose some, right? All right, you must address the cause. If you have a low GPA, what does it reflect? People try to say a GPA doesn't reflect how smart you are. That's true. Your MCAT score doesn't reflect how smart you are. Oh, it is two Ds? My Instagram people coming through. Thank you, Fall Autumn. Naya said, yes, it is two Ds. Yes. All right. So it turns out I can read and I can't spell. I'm well on my way, y'all. I'm a doctor who can read and can spell. Woo! Win in the day. Okay? <laughs> so you must address the cause. If you have a low GPA, if you have a low MCAT score, does that mean you are not smart? Is it a reflection of what kind of doctor you will be? What, what, what does it mean to have a low GPA and a low MCAT? Is it, does it determine how great you can be? What does a low GPA and low MCAT mean? Does it mean, is it a reflection of your IQ and your ability to be a doctor? Right? Because some of you guys out here are thinking that. Look at a low GPA. I don't know if I should go into medicine. It's just, I'm such a bad student. I can't. I, oh, no. Your GPA and your performance on the MCAT reflect, reflect your study skills. Reflect your discipline, which is really a reflection, not of who you are as a person, because we are all undisciplined. It's a reflection of your study and life habits. 
I was just teaching a session for Sacramento State and their students about social distancing this past weekend. And it was such a great session because I asked the question, what's stopping you from being a great student? And what makes a great student? And one of the things they pointed to was discipline. And I said, well, is there, is there real things such a discipline? And they astutely said, well, it's about willpower. And what we all must recognize is that we all have very little willpower. We are weak, right? We are weak. So what we must do is build a lifestyle that facilitates us being productive and moving in the right direction. This is where study habits, right? And life habits and routines come in, right? Who here recognizes that you are your habits, right? You are what you do every day, not what you do one day, right? Because some of y'all are nice people one day, that don't make you a good person, right? Some of y'all posted Black Lives Matter on Black Tuesday. I ain't seen you since. Where you at? Where you at? Act like black people still getting choked out today. Where you been, right? You are what you do consistently. Are you serving consistently? And when it comes to studying, are you a consistent, high-level student? Do you have things in process to get things done? Because if not, your GPA will reflect your lack of study skills, study habits. That simple. And so if you say, my GPA is low, I'm going to charge forth and take more classes, you are losing the game. You're wasting money, time, energy, effort for nothing because you're the same Sorry-ass student you've always been. Right? Can we be honest? You're the same terrible, no good, undisciplined, unfocused, ineffective student you've always been, yet you expect your GPA to magically click them hills together. It's magically going to improve. Hmm. Hmm. Right? I'd be seeing these, these, these things out here talking about, oh, you know, like, like I don't know if you guys watch this Amber Heard, J Johnny Depp stuff. Are you guys watching this? I'm, I, like, I don't really go into tabloid stuff much, but this Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial is the biz. It is everything I've ever wanted in my life, like a real-time reality show. This girl is way, one flew way over the cuckoo's nest, right? Way over the cuckoo's nest. Way over the cuckoo's nest, right? And what's interesting is it's the same pitfall on a macro level that we all fall into. You get in a relationship, and that first date, they did something that was a little, a little weird. You're like, wait a minute, right? And then you're like, oh, no, no, everything's fine. Then you go on, right? And then a week goes on. Oh, that was a little weird. That was a little weird. He was, he was looking a little too hard at that waitress, right? And then you let it go on, you let it go on. And the next thing you know, him and your best friend are running off getting married. You're like, well, I saw this. I never saw this coming. Well, I never saw this coming. No, he was a scumbag the first date. So for all you guys, you guys, if you're a bad student, you know the signs are there. You see the signs. Your GPA is a reflection. Don't think magically all of a sudden you're going to become a great student. You've got to address the cause. If you understand what I'm saying right now, like this video. Whether you're on Instagram over here, YouTube over here, like this video right now. And let me understand. You guys understand. We're going to address this cause. This is the central thing that we all miss. You focus on the problem, but you don't focus on the cause of that problem. Do you guys understand? I'm going to be here. We need to the root of it. We got to get that whole tree up out of this thing, right? Baez knows. I come, come fire relationship advice. Ladies, ladies, if you feel uncomfortable bringing your man around your friends, he ain't the one. He ain't the one, y'all. Let him go. Let him go. Fellas. Fellas, if you can't dress, trust your girl to wear an appropriate outfit to your boy's house, gotta let her go. 
Gotta let her go. <laughs> Gotta address the cause here. Get to the root of it, right? So when we talk about addressing this cause for your study skills and study habits, I have a ton of videos on my YouTube channel, guys. Check them out, all about the studying and getting better. But even more, because this is such a huge issue right now, particularly, right, you guys got social distancing going on. You guys are stressed already to the brim. You've lost your structure. What I want to make sure you guys always have is an opportunity to be great, right? An opportunity to address the cost, right? Because it's not about raising awareness. I was just, I was talking to Brent this morning. Everybody said what up to Brent, right? This morning. And I was talking to him and I was like, it's the same thing I said about Black Lives Matter. Awareness is cool and everything, but my question is, what are you doing to address inequities in this world? And oftentimes people want to push the issue. Oh my gosh, there's so many premiums with low GPA. We need to change the system. No, what we need to do is fix these students, right? And I'm always attempting to fix you guys and help you guys and get you guys, bam, up over the hill so you can be successful. And so as part of that today, if you go to my YouTube channel, in the description of this video right now, I have two discount links. One is that you can get my entire MCAT course for how much? $99. So extreme discount in the description box on my YouTube channel of my MCAT course for 99 bucks. Additionally, if you wanna learn how to study for your whole life, if you want the ultimate study system to be independent, I have a discount link on my YouTube channel in the box, in the description. $450 off my complete study system, guys. My five pillar system, both these discounts are only good for the next 24 hours. We'll jump on them right now, guys. This is extreme discounts, so it's not sustainable. So we're gonna do it because I'm helping you guys out, right? So for people who show up, Right? People who want to learn, here's your opportunity to start addressing your cause. So we address the cause, we learn how to study. The third thing pick the right pathway. Pick the right pathway. You got the low GPA. Dang. Messed up my life, spent four years unfocused, right? Someone earlier said like lack of priorities. I was focusing on the wrong things. I wasn't taking it seriously. I didn't recognize the repercussions of those actions and how they stick with me for forever, 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 right? You didn't recognize. So now it's up to you to chart a new course. You've recognized, I got a problem with my GPA. I'm gonna fix that, but first I gotta fix the cause. I gotta learn how to study. I'm gonna learn how to study, now I gotta learn how to study. Now I gotta apply those skills, those strategies, that knowledge down the right pathway to get the job done. And there are so many pathways. It's so confusing. It's so perplexing. What shall I do? Are your three GPAs. So when you guys apply to medical school, we must understand a GPA is not a GPA is not a GPA until it's not a GPA. So when you apply to medical school, there are three major GPAs that medical schools are looking at that split your GPA. And yes, there's splits of these splits, right, to science and non-science, whatever, but we must understand this to be able to understand how you're going to address your low GPA. When medical schools look at your GPA, the first cut is the raw number. 
The first cut is the raw number, which is why, right, we talk about cutoffs, and that's why it matters, because the raw number, no matter what the composition is, the first thing they're looking at is what is the overall number. So in this case, when medical schools get it, it's not just the overall number of all the classes you've taken, which some people make a mistake of thinking. Every class I take, bring it all together, my GPA is going up. No. Medical schools break it into undergrad overall, postgrad overall, and grad overall. Postgrad is any classes you take after you possess a bachelor's degree, BSBA of some sort. So everything that works towards that first bachelor's degree is undergrad classes. Everything after you get a degree and you graduate from a four-year university becomes postgrad GPA. Anything that is not undergrad units, so graduate school, master's, PhD, special master's, whatever, goes into the grad school GPA. Does that make sense to everybody? We're going to stop right there for a second. We've got to all understand this premise. Before your bachelor's degree, after your bachelor's degree, not undergrad coded classes, graduate level training. Do we understand the three? Yes, yes. Thank you, Yosir. You're right. All those hearts are not enough, right? Show some love, y'all. Like this video, y'all. Instagram, y'all over here half asleep. Why am I bringing you along if you're not going to contribute? I want to see some hearts right now in this video. I'm going to stand here. I'm going to wait for Instagram because YouTube is setting up the box. Put some likes on the YouTube video too, but where are my Instagram people at? Right? Where are we at? Alex, you shouldn't be asking these questions, but I'll answer Changing your major has nothing to do with anything. This is undergrad. This is post-bachelor's degree. This is graduate school. So if you have a bachelor's degree ever, you now are in the post-back box, not the grad box, the undergrad box. So we have to understand that. Okay, so we're there. We're good. We're good. All right. Undergrad, post-grad, graduate school. Now, your undergrad GPA is 2.8. When medical schools look at these three GPAs, the one they weigh the most is your undergrad. Then they look at your postgrad GPA, and then graduate school GPA is lower. So when people ask about should I do a postback program, the reason postbacks are beneficial is because it allows you to have a separate GPA reported. And because it's a post bachelor's degree GPA, it will be separated from the undergrad GPA and medical schools will look at it as a separate GPA. And because the chronological order of these, right, your early units, your later units, and then your way late units, this postgrad GPA gets very nice weight with medical schools. They look here first, then they look here, then they look here. But out of these two, your postgrad GPA is very important and very heavily weighted. Why? Why does it make sense that your post-bachelor's degree, even if it's at community college, at another university, or it's a formal post-bac program, why does it make sense that your post-graduate GPA would have very heavy weight for medical schools in the consideration of letting you in? Why would it matter? Why, 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 why? Why does it make sense, y'all? Why does it make sense that that GPA of the postgraduate time would be so heavily weighted. Life 37, I'm glad you saw me on here. Sanana Antonio says, does it matter where you do your postback? That's not the question yet. You're getting too specific. Focus here first, because some of y'all are making the wrong decision. There we go. Antonio says it. It's the most recent 
picture of you as a student. Why do I care who you were 10 years ago? I care about who you are today. So when students ask, well, what about, you know, uh, freshman year, I did terribly, you know, but I've been working for six years, getting all A's. Nobody cares about your first year. Nobody cares. Because today, currently, your overall GPA has gone up, and most recently, your work is stellar. You're a straight-A student for the last three years. You think I care about that first semester as a freshman? No. I want the most recent snapshot of who you are. And this is the other part. We'll go back to the beginning. I, I, this kind of came together. I talked about the problems with cancel culture, about how when you don't agree with someone, oh, we're going to cancel him. They said something that offended me. I'm going to cancel him. You expect, <coughs> excuse me, I didn't sleep last night, but I'm called. You expect medical schools not to cancel you over freshman grades, yet you rush to cancel people over one tweet. Is that hypocrisy? Is that hypocrisy? It's hypocrisy. Stop canceling people. But recognize that medical schools will not cancel you over one semester, over one grade, over one misstep. A repeated, habitual process of being terrible makes you a terrible person, a terrible pre-med, a terrible candidate. So not one F. When people tell you, oh, well, you know what? I had a bad freshman semester, so I couldn't get in to medical school. That's bull. That's a lie. It's a lie. What they had was a bad freshman first semester, a bad second freshman semester, a bad first sophomore semester. So now they got a year and a half of being a bad student. So more than almost half of their college track record is failure. Why would I want you? Do you understand what I'm saying right now? Pay attention. So this GPA matters a lot. The graduate GPA is devalued. So when you're deciding, should I do a grad degree or should I do a post back program or should I take more undergrad classes? The answer is you should do the post back or the undergrad classes. This student went and did a PhD. Because of a low GPA, this student went and did a PhD and spent five, six, seven, maybe years getting a PhD all in the interest of making up for a low pre-med GPA. In a vacuum, right, if this student wasn't, right, this student happens to be interested in being a physician scientist. So that PhD route is not a bad route because it leads to their career aspirations. But I kid you not, guys, I have people who have not one, two master's degrees emailing me talking about, hey, I had a low undergrad GPA, I went and got two masters, and people are telling me I'm still not competitive. I don't get it. Yeah, because you didn't pay attention to the basics. A graduate class load is not given as heavy weight as undergrad classes or postgrad classes. Why? Why does it make sense that a graduate GPA would be devaluated compared to undergrad or postgraduate coursework? Do we understand? Do we understand? Someone asked, is a B considered a failure? Yes, if you could have gotten an A. And is an A considered a failure? Yes, if you didn't get it effectively and efficiently. Right? Every victory is not an equal victory. The victory is getting an A and doing so efficiently and with less time and happily and joyously and what? Without the anxiety, without the overwhelm, without the chaos in your life. That's winning. Right? And if you're ready to get to that level of winning, Click below right in the description box of my YouTube channel and get the discount. 24 hours only, starting right now, 24 hours only. 
$450 off my five pillars course and my entire MCAT course for $99. Okay. So it makes sense why people put it in here. People put it in here. What do we see? It's because graduate coursework grades are inflated. They are discussion oriented. They're in people who are more interested in the experience and developing real expertise than in getting the grade. So therefore, graduate GPAs are devalued because medical schools know that G graduate school is not nearly as competitive, is not nearly as harshly graded as undergrad. So they devalue it. So if this student was not trying to be a physician scientist, I would say going to a PhD, A, is a waste of a lot of time, a lot of effort, to not even address your core issue and the real problem and really make yourself a more competitive candidate. However, in this student's case, they went to the PhD, which is in line with their future. And as I tell all my students, right, in my Dominate Pre-Med Mastermind, in my How to Dominate Pre-Med course, I tell my students, we don't live generic pre-med lives. We don't do what everybody else does. We do things our way. We live with our passion. We do what we want to do to succeed and to dominate. So if you are passionate about being a physician scientist, then doing a PhD is not a bad option. Right? It's not a bad option. But while you're doing that PhD, right? And so this is higher level coaching. While you're doing that PhD and following your passion, what should the student do? They should enroll in undergrad level coursework during their PhD and bump this undergrad GPA up to 3.0. Over the course of five or six years, you can imagine taking a couple classes every term, this GPA will go up. And as that GPA goes up, you become more competitive here, you make up for it even more here, and you become competitive for medical school. Does that make sense to everybody? Joyously is definitely a word, trust me. Trust me, guys. We've already learned I can read, I can spell, and my vocabulary, my vernacular is on point. Recognize, joyously is for sure a word created here. Urban dictionary, I'm gonna go fill out an urban dictionary segment today to put that in the dictionary. But does that make sense to everybody, right? Are we following what we're saying here? If we have a low GPA, we've got to fix the problem. Don't go get a job. It won't work. Don't go get publications. It won't work. Fix the problem. But to fix the problem, we got to do what? Got to address that cause, y'all. What's the problem? Why do you suck at school? Because you don't have study skills and you don't have good study habits. Problem, fix it by getting into my $5 course for $450 off in 24 hours. Pick the right pathway. Understand these three GPAs because then it will help you make an educated, informed, and the right decision to get into medical school. It ain't complicated. Bam, bam, bam. We broke it down. Do we understand? And then understand at all times that the right pathway for you is not necessarily the right pathway for other people because we want to make sure that we keep our passions and our long-term future doctor selves in mind as we pursue things. Because life sucks if you don't follow your passions. Life sucks if you don't do what you want to do, what you care about. For a lot of you guys, you're miserable. I see all these videos out here like, oh, mental health, I'm so sad, student life is so depressing. Oh my gosh, it's just how it is being a student, it's such a struggle. No, student life is a struggle because you don't have study skills, you don't have study habits, and you don't live with passion. You don't live with any zest. You do exactly what you're told to do and nothing that you want to do, and so your life sucks. That's a you problem. Don't try to give school a bad name because you don't know how to execute. You don't know how to live your passion. I love school. I wish I could go enroll right now. Actually, I told my students last year, I said, 2020, fall 2020, I'm going to enroll in some college courses. 
I'm gonna get a backpack, I'm gonna show up, and I'm gonna take some real college classes. I love school, because I'm high level. And some of y'all ain't high level. Some of y'all ain't capable. And some of y'all a bunch of followers, and you wonder, why do I feel so sad? Because you following busters. You a bunch of copycat busters. That's what I have to say. Oh, I'm doing this dance, because they did that dance, and I'm just going to feel happy. Is it? It's someone else's dance. Being a copycat never makes me feel good. It makes me feel good as innovating, being original. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. If you aren't blazing your own path, you ain't going to be happy. You're not going to be excited. You're not going to be thrilled with what you're doing because you're running in circles. Right? If someone else is helping an old lady across the street and you run up and you're like, let me also help her across the street. What are you doing? Go find your own lady and help her across the street. Go help in some other way. Make sure after she crosses the street, she knows where she's going. Right? Make a difference, y'all. Be better. Be different. Be better. Fix yourselves. Get into medical school and make something of it. Right? Give of yourself for others. Make medicine better. Because right now, doctors out here getting abused because doctors out here copycats. You're a copycat pre-med, which makes you a copycat follower med student, makes you a copycat follower doctor getting screwed out your paper and also screwing your patient in the process because you've got no ability to lo lobby and to get them the care that you think they need. And you want to blame the system, the problem is you. Use the issue. Fix it. Does that make sense to everybody? Can I stop yelling? Yes, you can use it for the decap. For the dat, y'all. Was that fun? Who likes live? This is live action. If you guys didn't know, I'm Dr. Pinesat of the Study Doc, right? Who likes live action? I'm at the Study Doc on Instagram over here, right? You can search me, the Study Doc on YouTube, right? My website is studenttransformation.com. Who likes live action? Do we like live teaching? Do we like the Blackboard? Can we fill it? Should we start doing more of this? <laughs> right? <laughs> Do we like lives? All right. So we'll start doing some more lives. I don't mind live. I like live, right? Because live is the real. Right? How many of y'all out here, you watch people, and they're on a live, and they're babbling for 55 minutes, and gave you one lick of education, and gave you one lick of uplift, and gave you one lick of betterment? So if you want to improve, where you at? Right here. Study doc. We education. Me dancing doesn't get you into medical school. Yeah? Right? Me posting a pretty picture of myself doesn't get you into medical school. Me in here sweating gets you into medical school. Are we paying attention? Are we paying attention? Because I've broken a sweat. Now, do we understand? Go be better today and get into medical school. Stop being a follower. Stop avoiding your problems. Stop allowing yourself to love and feel comfortable in your mediocre lives, in your mediocrity. Be better than mediocre. Please. Be better than the average. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Can I say that? And we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> but you guys know what it is, right? So thank you guys for joining me. We'll start doing some more lives, whatever. New video coming on Wednesday for you guys. Uh, get some content out there. But take advantage right now, right? 24 hours to get $450 off my five colors course to get my whole entire MCAT course for $99. So go get it. I'm not ex-military. I'm just hard. I'm hardened by life, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. Everyone have a wonderful day. Catch you guys next time. Let's get out of here. Let's get off of... Uh...
I'm gonna figure out how to get, there we go, okay. Get off of Instagram. All right, YouTube people, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. We got rid of the Instagram people. <laughs> Everybody have a good day? Shy, what is that? Mike, Mike, where you been? Antonia's in the house. By the way, Antonio, I'm so sad. I gotta say this real quick. Um, Siamo Napoli, guys, if you guys don't know, it was a tremendous restaurant uh, in San Diego. And Antonia and her hu husband were nice enough to have me down there. It's a wonderful, wonderful restaurant. And I was so bummed, Antonia, because Shannon and I were like, okay, we can finally kind of go out. Things are opening up. We're going to go, you know, over to Siamo Napoli and get us some good food. And then uh, we closed back down because people can't wear their masks and COVID's popping off. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Nina says, check my phone. What should I be checking on my phone, Nina? Did you text me? I don't know what's happening. Let me just check my phone. All right. <laughs> All right. I've been off the mix for a little bit, y'all. I've been so busy in the hospital. I've been working so, so much. Yeah, Nina texted me. Let's see what Nina said. <laughs> Nina, I am not reviewing your disadvantage statement or anything related to your application. No, I'll review today. Nina, it's not enough that I reviewed your whole other application. I gotta review other stuff now. All right. Uh, everyone, important lessons for today, right? We must recognize, we must realize, you guys all have the power, they all have the capability of getting into medical school. You guys all can do this. You guys all can be incredible. But you've got to recognize that some of you guys have done damage. Some of you guys have done wrong. Some of you guys have underperformed. And the only way to fix it is to recognize you have a problem, admit it, recognize what caused that problem, address that, and then make sure you pick the right mechanism, the right pathway to fix it. That's all you have to do, but all of you guys can get into medical school. All of you guys can be incredible. All of you guys can be exceptional. Everyone get into medical school. Like I always say, everyone get into medical school, but not everyone will. <laughs> Why? Because some people refuse to recognize their issues and fix them. Okay, so everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'll see you guys next time. We'll do a new video on Wednesday. Um, and all my students, yes, we'll be back doing coaching this week. I've luckily, thankfully got a weekend. So we'll be back doing coaching all day Saturday, doing some double-decker sessions, talking some good stuff. So everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you guys for joining me. Again, I'm Dr. Pinesett. I'm the study doc. My website is studenttransformation.com. Right now, the next 24 hours, you guys can get discounts. $450 off of my Five Pillars course. It is the greatest, there's nothing like it, study course on the planet. It will make you independent. Same system I use for college, grad school, and med school. So go get that right now. Huge savings. Also, my MCAT course. For only $99, you can get my entire MCAT course, 24 hours only, to help you guys out, right? To make you guys, put you guys in a position to succeed and have the skills you guys need. And to thank you guys for always tuning in and and even though I take right some time to be serving my students and also serve people in the hospital, I appreciate you guys always coming back and being here and recognizing it is about improvement. It is about dominating. And for you guys who love to dominate and are all about it, I appreciate it. Okay? So let's get out of here. How do we always end? How do we always end? Even if it's live action, we end the same way. No excuses. Just dominate. Y'all just dominate. I'll see you guys next time. Today is the day, guys. No more excuses. No more complaining. You're going to take your future in your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. Get to my website, studenttransformation.com. I challenge you. What are you going to do today to make your life better?